sit down and buckle up. It's time for Track Talk with Bryce Sparling and Matt Ridgeway. Lights out and away we go with another fantastic edition of TM5's Track Talk. I am Bryce Sparling. With me, as always, is my co-driver, Mr. Matt Ridgway. Matt, how you doing tonight, man? Man, I'm awesome. Glad to get together on a, uh, a holiday week. We've not had much success doing that. Uh, so, so to get our uh, schedules aligned uh, worked out nicely. Everything gets thrown off on a holiday week for some reason. Like yep. I, f- I forget it's a Tuesday, and yep. then like I, you know, Wednesday's here. The we got stuff Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Back. You got to, yeah, you know, you know everything. Everything is so so confusing, man. I'm doing great tonight. Had a great July Fourth weekend. Braves are winning. How was your uh, How was your weekend? Did you have a good time? Yeah, yeah it was it was awesome. I uh, I welcomed my niece to the world. Uh, I, I saw all awesome birthday. Yeah, yeah. I'm an uncle now, so that's uh, that's I, terrifying. I finally have a. Uh, I never got a daughter. I'm done having children. I've got two boys. Uh, so now I have a niece that I will um, vicariously spoil. Uh, so, yeah, uh, life's good. Racing is awesome this weekend. Braves are hot. Um, well, what else can you say? Yeah. Life's good. What else What else could you ask for? Well, let's go ahead and get this podcast started. Let's do it. There we go. I got a couple left over from the fourth. We're going to kick off. Uh, this podcast with a, a new racing series that we're covering. It's not a new racing series, but it's new for us. I believe this has been around for a few years now. One year. Uh, the the, the SRX year. series. This is the second series. Okay. The SRX series uh, raced this weekend at Stafford uh, Raceway. And and Matt, didn't did they make an SRX video game that I thought I remember them making? Either they made a standalone. I think they made a standalone SRX title, but... It may have been a uh, a branch off because Tony Stewart's already got his like TSR um, console games. They're not very good. Um, <laughs> it's mostly a marketing thing. Which you know, shout out to him because like IndyCar doesn't even have a marketing. They don't have a standalone game. So for Tony Stewart to be to have his own standalone game as a marketing campaign, good or not, it's not like they're actually hardcore simulators they're more arcade style video games but there's either a standalone srx game or it's a branch off of one of the other games that he's got there's more than one tony stewart's dirt racing or something like that i don't know i i'm more of an, an iRacer hardcore sim guy um, but yeah there there is something out there that we play srx video games so from what I'm seeing here, SRX does have a video game. They have it on Steam, PS4, and Xbox One. Yep. Okay. Who, uh, and and just from the two uh, Monster that? Games. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, they used to have the rights to the NASCAR games a while back. Okay. Um, and it's uh, dude, it's got good. I'll I'll have to go in and look at videos, but it's got really good reviews everywhere I'm looking at now. Steam, it's sixty percent off right now on Steam actually. Uh, Steam gave it a nine out of ten. Uh, okay. I mean, okay. most of these reviews are well, pretty good. I'm, I'm going to check this out, dude. saying that these games are not good. Um, shows how much I know what I'm talking about. And uh, shoot, who knows? This could be people giving it a 9 out of 10 when they're comparing it to Forza. You know? Yeah, so it might exactly. Be, yeah. It might be in that category of game. Um, but nonetheless, let's get to the racing for SRX. After last week's near brawl in South Boston, uh, this week was a bit more subdued. Ryan Newman passed Marco Andretti with four laps to go to solidify the win. Uh, and, and so if anybody doesn't know how SRX does, and, and Matt, correct me if I'm wrong, this is 
this week was the first time I ever like sat down and pretty much watched a full SRX schedule. I believe they have two heat races, and then they take the results of those two heat races and combine them for the starting grid of the main race, which was 75 laps on a was it Friday, Saturday night? I believe they raced. Yeah. So they don't split the field. Normally, when you're talking about heat races, you talk about splitting the field half going in the, the first heat race and half going in the second race. Uh, it's it's the entire field going in both races, but they invert the field from the second, from the finishing order from the first race, gets inverted from the second race, and then based on how many cars you passed or where you finished, all the formulaic, whatever calculus they do, <laughs> science. They were explaining uh, it, and math. I was just like, yeah, ah, just, I'm not, not going to get into this. Matter. Like, They'll start where they it's start. A, it's See, now... Now, what I do like about SRX is they acknowledge that they're basically an entertainment, right? And it's not as serious. It's just a summer. It's a week long. It, it kind of replaces what the IROC series used to be. That was kids, such a good series. Where, yeah, and you've got IndyCar drivers out there, Ryan Hunter Ray. You've got NASCAR drivers out there, Ryan Newman. I mean, like, you've got – it's just it's just really cool. It's an awesome idea that Stewart and uh, – oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Ray Evernham capitalized on to uh to make this series last year was the first year they this is the second week or third yes week of it. second this, week okay yep. this year and so we we kind of um uh, we missed the ball covering it last week and we were a little bit busy um but you and i intentionally set aside to make sure that we watch this racing series and, and gonna cover it for you guys um but yeah just a awesome a, a fun show on a saturday night they did a great job. Yeah, it was a great, great entertaining. I was flipping back and forth in between that and Money in the Bank, the WWE pay per view. Yeah. Um, both and of them I were was, super, I was super entertaining. It at fireworks, I, uh, <laughs> we did oh, our nice. fireworks on Saturday night because I was going to run on Sunday night, which most people had fireworks. So awesome. I was actually chilling uh, on a blanket in a field waiting on fireworks, watching the SRX race. So it was so that's a night time. right there, man. That's yeah. that's that can't doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, racing uh, fireworks, America. <laughs> Ryan Newman joined Elio Castroneves and defending SRX champion Tony Stewart as winners in their first three races of the six race series. So, oh, okay, so this is the it is the third, third week. Yeah. week. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so last week was South Boston. The first two, and we'll pick it up from here. Yeah, it's it's on it's on our radar. We're not going to miss it now. Uh, the final finishing order for Saturday's event saw Newman win, followed by main event pole sitter Andretti, then uh, Tony Stewart, Bobby Labonte who also won the second of the two heat races earlier in the evening. Uh, Haley Deegan, who really raced well in both heat races and the main event. Uh, Ryan Hunter Ray won the first heat race. Uh, Local track hero Matt Hirschman. NASCAR Cup team owner Justin Marks filling in for Castroneves. And Greg Biffle, then Bill Elliott, and Michael Waltrip brought up. What a list of names. That is, I mean, when you, Bill Elliott, Michael Waltrip, Elio Castroneves, Marco Andretti, Tony Stewart, Bobby Labonte, Ryan Newman, uh, Ryan Hunter Ray. Like, that's nuts. And then, and then you've you... got Matt Hurtman and Haley yeah. Deegan who are upcoming. Like, Matt Hurtman, I love how they take a – one of the coolest things about this series is they take a local track that whatever lo- – they go to local tracks, first of all. They're all around touring all around the U.S. They go to these small venues. And basically, they take, like, the local defending track champion and throw them out there with Bill Elliott and Michael Waltrip and, and Tony Stewart and Bobby Lamont. Like, how freaking I love cool it. is this? That I absolutely love it, dude. this series is doing is brilliant. 
Um, and, and it, a lot of people think that our thought, I guess, that this was this was going to be Stewart's attempt to compete with NASCAR. And I think that's proven to be like it couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, this isn't set up to replace NASCAR uh, or compete with NASCAR. It's kind of it's its own entity, and they've got it figured out that down to a science, man. Everything they do is for entertainment. It's wildly entertaining the way they set it up. It's really good racing. The cars look hideous. So they are ugly. They're, they're, they are they're, ugly. They're yes, ugly. They are terrible. <laughs> but. But I mean, it's part of the show. Like it is what it is. It's, it's a rental car too. Like you and I, we just show up to the track and they have one prepared for us. And you get it. It's got your name on it already. You're entered in the race, and they're all set up the same here in Louisville. Uh, and they're all shipped to the at the same time to the track. So basically, you show up to the track. Your car has been prepared for you. I'm sure you have a seat fitting at some point. Uh, but the seat's in there, ready to go. And and your name's on the car and you just hop in there's no there's nothing to it you get in you turn it on and you drive it like hell so and uh, i think that's that's brilliant, man. one of the one of the big one of the main reasons why that little you know, it wasn't a brawl but a little scuffle happened at south boston uh last week apparently i was watching replays of it uh, and a lot of people were being very aggressive with these cars and tearing them yes. up and yep. you know like you said these are rental cars so you, you you want you want bumping you want rubbins racing you want all that but you don't want to start putting people in the wall wow. and tearing up multiple cars and all that. Yeah, so these guys are treating it like you could rent a car. Like if you and I went <laughs> got on a go kart track and rented go karts, do we care about the state of those go karts? Hell no. Nah, we're no. we're here. Yeah. So these drivers are all being paid to be here. That it's by invitation only, uh, and the cars are not theirs or their responsibility to fix. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, there's no incentive to uh, to not let it all hang out, which is which is entirely the point of the show. So. They treat them like I treat my golf carts when I go exactly. golfing. That's, exactly. that's how they treat that's it. Exactly. That's how they drive it. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, this weekend they traveled to Nashville, the Nashville Fairgrounds. Yes. Um, and I don't – I'm trying to find a schedule here, but the the SRX website is, is quite terrible. Um, <laughs> Imagine that. It's – it's pretty awful, dude. You can get in general admission tickets for thirty-five bucks. Yes, and the, I mean the crowds awesome. here are astronomical. I mean the people uh, lining up to to fill these small stadiums is just ridiculous. I mean, you can get. I mean, uh, oh, they have a party deck. Next year, we got to talk about getting that party deck. I don't know how much it is, but I mean, I do know the owner of this series, so or or maybe a reserve a reserve box. I wonder how many you can fit in a box. Because a, a box is only $300, reserved box seats. I wonder if it's a whole seat. I don't know. I'll, just, I'll check that out. We'll look but, at uh, but, yeah, July 9th at 7 p.m. I'm assuming that is going – what was it on this week? This weekend? It's on, it's, uh, it's on CBS. CBS. CBS has exclusive broadcast rights to the series. Um, they're all on Saturday night on CBS. Awesome. So Saturday night, 7 p.m. on CBS, the XRS series. Uh, will be racing in its fourth event. Only three more events this year, so don't miss that one up in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we're going to move on to NASCAR at Road America. The trucks did not race this weekend, but the Xfinity Series did. Uh, and with a masterful pass on the pole winner, Kyle Larson, on the final lap of overtime, Ty Gibbs won Saturday's Henry 180 at Road America. And Ty, that pass that Ty Gibbs made, on Kyle Larson on that last lap was was a fantastic and clean pass. It was yeah. beautiful to watch. Yeah. First of all, shout out to Ty Gibbs, who intimidated a NASCAR Cup Series champion into missing the corner of the track 
I mean, completely missed nothing, the apex. Yeah, there was nothing that Ty Gibbs did other than take up a full rearview mirror of Kyle Larson. He was clearly watching his mirror, missed his entry, or maybe he he was trying to block. Um, I think he said in the post race that he was trying to block in the previous corner and it messed up his line for his entry. And so that basically, by the time he realized that the move he had made, he had already been set up for the next corner. And at that point, there was nothing he could do. Also, shout out to Kyle Larson for keeping it clean. Basically, it takes a lot, a lot to know in that moment that you have been beat and you have beat yourself or that there's nothing that you can do, um, that you're going, you have, you've given up the, the track position, the, the, the racing line, um, and that it basically being passed for the win is an inevitability at this point and not absolutely clean out the car in front of you. Um, so, mad props to Kyle Larson. Um, and, and Kyle Larson admitted as much yep. as to what you just said after the I mean, he said, uh, you know, Larson said he was able to pass me without laying a bumper on me at all. Yep. Uh, when when you when he passed me clean, I felt like I should not use him up like we've seen other drivers do when they get passed for the lead late in races. Uh, he ran me clean and I was going to run him clean. It just didn't work out for us this this race. So yeah. I, that's pretty cool, man, especially at a at a road course where you see a lot of bumping and rubbing and all that stuff going on and just about every single corner between yeah, these guys. That's they, really they cool. They had a lot of opportunity to trade some paint, and they did it clean. They raced it right down to the wire. It was awesome. But I it was a great this, race. Um, a couple of years ago, I want to say two years ago, yeah, 2020, 2020. Um, <laughs> that felt like 10 years ago. Yeah, I do. <laughs> the, the long, long ago. That, <laughs> In uh, the before times. Yeah. Chase Briscoe and Kyle Busch raced to the end of a race in Darlington with Briscoe edging out Kyle. I mean, fantastic racing. And that was kind of the signal to the world, like, okay, Chase Briscoe beating Kyle Busch, the best, maybe the best to ever do it, in a in a race where you know Kyle was dominant. And, and Chase Briscoe kind of announced to the world, like, hey, I'm ready to be in the Cup Series. I could do this. And I got that same vibe this week with Ty Gibbs. I think I know there's a lot of rumors especially right now that my team may or may not be involved in about who's going where in the future but I think Ty Gibbs announced to the world that he proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that he is ready to go Cup Series racing this weekend and uh, I think things get interesting here uh, because if you do the process of elimination uh, everybody has a deal at KBM except the 18 car and the guy currently driving the 18 doesn't have sponsorship lined up for next year and uh, Ty Gibbs if you've got Monster Energy uh, I'm not sure if they're willing to conflict with Kurt Busch how that's all going to work out um, but the, you know Monster does sponsor two cars in the Xfinity series with Riley Hurst and Ty Gibbs so well, and they also have 6,000 different flavors. Oh, you know, yeah, you could... Well, <laughs> well, no, no. So Monster actually... Oh, excuse me. Monster will not represent... Uh, a, like, their, the rules for their paint schemes in NASCAR, if you look at them, they're all exactly the same. They're all like a flat black. They all have the logos placed exactly the same way. Like, when the 98 and the 54 in the Xfinity series are run, both running their Monster cars... 
you, the only way you can tell the difference is the numbers on the side because the, well, the I wonder why they don't have a different paint scheme. That's that monster's identity is that's that's how they want their identity represented on a racetrack. That's that those are their rules. Like there's no I know designers who have tried to work um, with with design cars. Um, sponsored by Monster and Monster just nicks them all. Like, it nope, seems like an opportunity missed for Monster super, in my well, opinion. I mean, when you have that much money, like, they, it, <laughs> does it really matter? They don't need to advertise in motorsports. They, hey, I you mean, can they, always have more money. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, they're kind of at the point where it's like, we'll do whatever we want and uh, it is what it is. But, yeah, so I suppose Monster could come up and, uh, and conflict with Kurt Busch, um, with Ty Gibbs. I think Especially if you're if you're a monster, you're looking at the age of purpose, and certainly you're loyal to that guy. Have been for a long time, um, <laughs> but Ty Gibbs is the future, and purpose is not exactly the future. Um, so it'd be an interesting transition there. But yeah, I'm just to wrap this all up with Xfinity Series. Ty Gibbs ready to go, come racing. I there's a couple different ways that this could be this could work out. Um, include him staying in the Xfinity Series, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. I think at this point, if you're Noah Gregson or you're Ty Gibbs, you have a chance to get those guys in the Cup Series. You do. I agree. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Speaking of Noah Gregson, do we want to talk about that real quick? Do you want to yeah, on lap 25, Gre- yeah. Gregson and, and Sage Karam came together, yeah. which which ended up in just a massive 13-car pileup in when you look back at the uh, the, the replay of it, man, it, Gregson just turned right into Karam. Yes, he did. Yeah, like yeah. I just it was on the straight too. It wasn't going into a, a nothing. He and uh, he, Karam said that that's ridiculous. That was ridiculous. I've never been turned into on a straight line like that. You can't get that heated when you're driving a race car. Unfortunately, he let his emotions get the best of him today. Uh, and and Gregson's uh, point of view was a little bit different, not surprisingly. He said, I guess he forgot the three times before that he threw it into a corner, drove us, and about ran us off the track, Gregson said. After a while, you get sick and tired of it. I hate that people stuff got tore up. I take responsibility. I hate it for his guys, but I'm fighting to race for a championship here. I'm really over getting run over and off the track. He started it. I finished it. We're good. It's over. So two, two very different viewpoints there. Yeah, I'm, well, uh, to a degree, to a degree, they're kind of the same. Uh, Sage Karam, not happy. Noah Gregson, not happy. And, <laughs> Noah didn't exactly I, deny it. You know, he didn't. Uh, he didn't shy away from it. Like, I, he yeah, had the I just to kind of flat deny it. You know, it just racing. Yeah, I got a little bit loose off the corner. I got back in the gas. Now he. No, he t- it. I hit him. Yeah, yeah, I hit him because I was tired of it. And I don't really clear like the replay before he even talked to clear what had happened oh yeah just, yeah there was no questions yeah and i don't i don't remember ever seeing sage Karam. now obviously we could have missed stuff but i don't ever remember seeing sage Karam brace gregson dirty during that race maybe it was off camera or maybe gregson was talking about something that wasn't even didn't even happen in this yeah, race now, from, from the, I, and i haven't seen you know i've only watched so much TV this year uh on the broadcast i feel like it was steve latart who was maybe saying that that this is not the first encounter these guys have had this. These two particular drivers have had this season. Oh. Kind of, there may be something of a history there uh, previously. 
And so it wasn't surprising that when they come together here, uh, it ends like it does. But, but Bryce, I, I'm really curious. I want to hear, because normally you kind of set me up to give my opinion. I want to ask you, uh, with this situation, whose side are you on? What What's your opinion of how the situation played out? I'm probably on Sage Karam's side here. Now, not knowing what happened before, not knowing anything like that, like, if you want to go and bump people, I'm fine. I'm fine with rubbing's racing. I'm fine with nudging them a little bit. And But that was that was more than a rub. That was more than a bump. That was more than just an excuse me, get out of my way. This is a road course corner. I mean, Gregson, it looked, I thought something broke in his steering when it first happened because of how sharply he just turned to the right. I honestly thought it was one of those situations. Do you remember Steve Park, really, uh, like in the 90s, they were on a pace lap and he was testing like his straps and his belts and yep. his and, and his his steering wheel came loose and he just violently turned left yes. and you know yeah. that that crash happened. I thought it was something along those lines. Um, I, I thought something in the steering broke, something like that. So I, I was really baffled at the at the way it went down. So I, I got to be on Sage's side here. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was just curious. I wanted to hear your uh, what you had to say, uh, but I completely agree with you. Uh, that was totally, uh, I don't care how mad you are at a guy. He tore up probably like 18 cars to, to one degree, like whether completely totaled or minorly inconvenienced with damage is just inexcusable. There's, there's no reason. I don't care how mad you are at a guy. If you want to send him, like they're, they're going down the straightaway right there. That, that big long straightaway into turn five is a sweeping turn. If you really have a problem with a guy and you're totally done with him, you get right behind him, ride his butt all the way down the hill, and then you send him into the corner. And uh-huh, he misses yep. the corner, and you turn in, and you put him off the track, whether it ended his day or not. Uh, I guess, you know, that's the only downside is you don't end his day and you potentially set yourself up for retaliation. Or, or squeeze right. him. Going yeah. into that corner, just squeeze him. That's fine too. You know, well, put I mean, your. I, I just ship him. Like I'm just shipping him because it, the runoff is straight. So if you go down that hill behind him and he goes to break and you break a little bit late, yeah. he's he's missing the turn. And that's the like if you have to handle something like that, that's how you handle it. You don't hook somebody in their in their fender going down a straight line with you know in a pack of 18 plus cars. That's, that's dangerous and stupid. stupid. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, and and I thought there was some issues with Noah Gregson's maturity uh, going back a couple of years, and and it, he had really cleaned that up this year. This is the first kind of instant instant scene of of maybe he uh, still has ways to mature. Uh, that that was just I mean that there that was Bush League, and uh, and I guess it's appropriate. This is the former Bush series. <laughs> um, but it, and but, it was yeah, dangerous that, too. No like place for that, you come do that in the Cup Series, and you're going to get your teeth punched in. And I know Gregson's not afraid to get in a scuffle, but a guy like you, you tried that with like a guy like Kevin Harvick, and he's liable to end your career. I mean, he he will make your life a living hell. Getting and, into a scuffle and, and for, getting your teeth knocked out after the race are a little, yeah. you know, two completely different things. Yeah, that's, go, yeah. Go hook Denny Hamlin and see what. I mean, you're, <laughs> it's just. It was dangerous because I don't remember yeah. who it was, but one of the guys got turned around, and the, and the people behind couldn't see because of the smoke and the dust and everything that was getting thrown up. And and somebody, I don't remember who it was now, but somebody got T-boned, and they got T-boned hard. 
Yeah. And they got they got out of the car and they were sitting on the retaining wall next to their car, and you could tell they were visibly visibly shaken up and and yeah. uh, in in some pain. And I don't remember for the life of me what driver it was right now, but uh, I, I can't either. And I fortunately it sounds like his seatbelt just snagged him a little bit and uh, in a place where he don't want to get sacked. Ooh. And, yeah, and it sounds like he just needed a bit to catch his breath. He was okay. Just that, uh, that sucks. <laughs> Just have, just that have to sucks. Just sit down for a minute, take some deep breaths. Uh, uh, so, so Ty Gibbs comes out the winner. Kyle Larson finishes in second. Riley Herbst, uh, Gregson, Jeremy Clements, Ryan C complete the top ten. Gibbs is the thirteenth different winner in thirteen Xfinity Series races at Road America. What would you give this race oh, out of ten, oh, Matt? Thirteen races at Road America. Are you yep. sure? Hey, that's what uh, NASCAR.com had. I can't remember. I don't remember them racing 13 times at Road America. Yeah, I also. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I'm going to listen to what you said. Half the things that when I'm I'm taking notes for this and half the things I read on NASCAR.com, I'm like, is this right? Like, did they? I know this is NASCAR.com, but do we have a source? Can we source these stats? I don't think this is right. I'm going to. We'll just move right on and pretend that (laughs) is 100% fact. Uh, is what it is. All right. Uh, yeah, sure. 13, win- 13 winners in 13 Xfinity races going back 13 years, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember them racing at Road America. Years ago. Uh, 2009? Yeah. There's no way they raced there in 2009. And no, I'm going to go no, back. After this not. podcast, I'm going to go back and look there's because I don't remember 13 races. No, I don't remember 13 races at Road America. Not that 13. Uh, what, what would you give? What would you give this? Races? I don't know. What would you like, give this race? Oh uh, yeah, you might be right. That maybe that's it. No, it says Xfinity. What? It said Xfinity. Six years. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I don't know. I'll, 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 I'm going to go back and do some what? research I'm and I'll find out. This, I'm going to give the race eight out of ten. It was really good. Um, at the, just the ending, it was absolutely worth it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go eight and a half. Awesome. Okay. I agree with you. Good race, yeah. great ending. Um, I, I could even be tantalized into going nine, but it was really good. It was great. Okay. It was great racing. Yep. All right, moving on to the Cup Series. Tyler Reddick led 16 of the 62 laps in the Quick Trip 250. Not the Quick Trips we have down here, but the KYIK Quick Trips that they have up the north. The Quick Trip. Yes, the not real Quick Trip. The yes. the the imposter. Uh, he battled. <laughs> battled Chase Elliott down to the wire <laughs> to capture the victory. Hockey. At least we got a. It's all right. At least we got decent college football up there. Sometimes, if we yep. can learn how to play, we can learn how to play defense this year. <laughs> decent but inferior. <laughs> the victory was Reddick's first in the NASCAR Cup Series, making him the fifth first-time winner this season, as the thirteenth different driver winning this year reddick shrank the playoff bubble by one position yes who did you know who that put out of the playoff mr kevin harvick yes it did yeah yeah that's all the, that sucks i mean there's no reason we should get 16th place for a playoff bubble like if we can't win a race we don't deserve to be in who cares <laughs> <laughs> we're we are not a we're that is that is beneath us like do, do I want to be in the playoffs? Yes, absolutely. Do I hope we get there? Yes, absolutely. But, but let's be real. Well, win, win a damn race. <laughs> yeah. The expectations have, have not been met. If we point into a playoff position in 16th, 
I, I guess I'll be happy. I get a bonus for that. Every time in the playoffs, I get a, a, a monetary bonus for it. So, uh, obviously, I have interest in that, even if it's pointed. But, but let's be real. Like, hey, are we going to win a championship by pointing in to a 16th place? If we can even get there at this point, which is unlikely, I'd say, because, you know, spoiler alert, we've still got a couple of road courses, two super speedways with Atlanta and Daytona, all before the chase. Martin Truex Jr. hasn't won yet. They've got Richmond and Darlington coming up. We may, for the first time, since this stupid 16 bracket bubble crap started. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's it's so stupid. It's the dumbest thing ever. Anyways, since they announced this, uh, we have not had 16 winners. And we may just get there. Which, honestly, I'm, I'm rooting for 17 winners. I want to see somebody who won a race not make it to the playoffs. Uh, I, I just chaos like I, I just want and it enough chaos to get rid of this dumb system yes. yeah. yeah I want fans to be screwed, like ready to burn stuff down and that's the only way we get it changed to, to an actual legitimate again instead of this WWE style elimination, <laughs> elimination <College>. chamber yeah <laughs> and like and like uh, Matt said with with seven races left before the cutoff race at Daytona uh, there are currently three playoff positions available on yes. points. Uh, very well get to 16 or 17. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like we said, Reddick's victory bumped 10th place finisher Kevin Harvick below the playoff cut line now. So it'd be interesting to see 17 winners. Give me 17 different winners and just pure chaos and yes. everybody yeah, pissed I'm off. I'm here for it. I'll but take that. Down. Uh, Chase Elliott dominated the first two stages, but won neither, choosing to pit before the end of the runs to preserve track position. And on the final green flag lap, pit stop uh, on lap 44-62, Elliott narrowly beat Reddick off a pit road to start the last green flag run. Uh, Reddick, who was 100 yards from victory on the Bristol dirt track in April when Chase Briscoe overdrove the final corner and uh, gave Tyler Reddick a little knock-knock on the side, couldn't have picked a better venue to score his first win at. What a better place than Road America, Reddick said. I love the fans. I love the track. Being here on the 4th of July weekend, it's just so special. You could tell Tyler Reddick was a pretty emotional guy. I mean, Road America winning it on July 4th weekend, that's that's pretty awesome for your first win. Yeah, listen, we said this. We keep having this conversation. Um, we said it with Daniel Suarez. Long overdue. Like, everybody knew Reddick was ready to win. He was close, unfortunately. We cost him a win already this year. Um, and and so to see him finally get it done, I, I was just as happy to see Reddick win as I, I would have been to see uh, one of my cards win. And I, I mean that sincerely. I, as soon as it, it came down to Reddick and Elliot, obviously I'm rooting for Reddick <laughs> just because uh, he <laughs> deserves it. And I'm <laughs> We know you're a Hendrick fan. Yeah, oh. I, I'm just a super big Chase Elliott fan. Uh, <laughs> I, I was happy to see Reddick win that race. I was happy to see Reddick. Um, Chase Elliott has dominated road courses, and I think everybody just assumed that this was going to be another one, and it kind of set up that way. Um, so to see another car be able to challenge him late and, and Elliott's car kind of fall off, like it, at the end of the race, uh, it wasn't even close. Like no, it, he had like three and a half seconds, I yeah, think, was the Reddick, victory margin. Reddick was, you know, Elliott was able to hang on for a couple of minutes, but Reddick just drove away with, with relative ease as the laps counted down. Um, 
just yeah an absolute fantastic finish uh two really good drivers going at it cleanly they respect each other again like we said the xfinity series like, a lot of clean racing this week yeah, in the it was. It was nascar really, except for at a road uh, course yeah, oh, except, except for the for, except uh, for Gregson and, uh, and yeah. Oh yeah. I think Bubba Wallace hit everything on the track. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that. Fault. Yeah, dude. He had <laughs> I did a, forget like, about the that. Worst day of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't uh, want to say that poor guy because a lot of it he does to himself. A lot of it he also doesn't do to himself. He just he didn't have a good weekend. What a season to forget. Like, uh, He's almost been irrelevant almost every single race. Like I yeah. just don't. I don't like remember him competing like, for a, a, a race at all listen, this year yet. We say that now, and then watching him go up win Atlanta this week. Because remember, he was leading Atlanta the first time around with, like, uh, nine laps to go. Or whatever. No, I, I, I don't remember that. I've tried yeah, to shut that out of my brain. Yeah, it's not legitimate <laughs> Atlanta. It's joke Atlanta. It's, uh, <laughs> it's oh, We're going back there this Atlanta. week, aren't we? Yeah, dude. Oh, I don't man. want to talk about it. We've got to cover that. <laughs> skip right over it. There's no race in this weekend. Everybody ignore it. Uh, yeah. Trackhouse Racing. Help, help <laughs> close that speedway down. <laughs> track Trackhouse Racing teammates Ross Chastain and Daniel Suarez finished fourth and fifth, respectively, as Chevrolets sweep the top five positions. Chris Boucher. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just almost sneezed. Uh, Austin, <laughs> Austin Cedric, Michael McDowell, uh, Mayor Humdinger, and Kevin Harvick completed the top ten. Martin Truex Jr. was the top finishing Toyota coming in at 13th. Matt, what would you give this race? Uh, I'm going to give it uh, a 7. I, I am know, right there I'll with you. Eight. No, I'll go 8. Okay. I'll go 8. Okay. Just I'm real. I like Reddick. I know Reddick personally. I, uh, uh, I've i got to hang out with him a couple times. He's friends with my neighbors. Oh, like, cool. He hangs out. Um, cool to see the 8 car back in victory lane. I grew up rooting for that car, that number. Um, so... Uh, it, it was just special, I guess, to see it all come full circle. Yep. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with seven. I, I think I think seven out of ten. I think it was a good race. Yep. Um, you know, but it was it was a it's a fine race. It was entertaining. I think they did yeah, a good job. I'll go, I'll go eight both races. For Road I love Road America, and I know it's it's, it's probably the last Road America race as we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I bet we're gonna have you know at least three. Like we we've had them 13 years in a row apparently according to NASCAR.com. Yeah. Road America is the only track uh, not signed for next year. The only road course not in the deal. Oh, really? And, and the it, if the rumors are true, NASCAR is impending an announcement of a Chicago street circuit race. Uh, what? I kind of have mixed feelings, but yeah. Well, I mean, How the hell is that going to work? It wasn't enough. Like I don't know, man. It's it's not. It's the simple answer. <sighs> yeah, that um, sounds yeah, that sounds terrible. But you know, we've done dumber stuff. I mean that's the so. same. We'll get to this in the F one stuff. That's that's the same idea like F one in Vegas. Like how's that gonna work? Yeah, like no, it's, it's not. Same. I think like in 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 your mind in a F1 video game that Vegas sounds cool. Is a money grab. Yeah. Sure. I think NASCAR is just trying to. I really think they have no identity left anymore, and they're just trying to. That's the truth, man. Creates attention. Yeah, I mean, I, that's the best. Like I'm so. I don't want to sound say I'm disgruntled with the director of NASCAR. It's just like there's so much stuff that's wrong that we're, we could do so much better. And it's possibly uploading your highlights on YouTube and something better than 720p <laughs> could yeah, be a start. It, it starts from the ground up. Like it, it, I need to be in charge of NASCAR today. 
and there's just no way to make that happen. So I, I try not to get. <laughs> oh, ye of little not faith. I about it too much. Yeah. Um, I, dude, I, I, yeah. The, the thing I would do if I was NASCAR is I would go to more unique tracks. I would get rid of these cookie cutter tracks that you go to yeah. every other weekend, these mile and a half ovals where they have no identity. They're out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, get rid of those. You know, I, I don't know if I'd add in more more road courses because they do have a bunch this year, and I think that's great. I, I know. What I think it's like five. I think I'd leave it leave it as what it is. I might bump it up to like seven, but it'd have to be. A, I don't want to throw a road course in there just for it to be a road course. Well, you could get rid of the road, and that counts as a road course. You could put that oh, back on the Charlotte Oval. Yeah, that's oh. a road course race, and it's stupid. Like at one point, it was necessary. Because the racing in Charlotte was god awful, but we saw the Coke 600 this year, and the racing in Charlotte was some of the best we've seen all year, most competitive. Like, so you can get rid of a track like Texas, and you can get rid of like Texas entirely, uh, Texas and Atlanta. You can burn, burn both of them to the ground. Agreed. That's what's that? Three races you free up right yeah, there? So yeah. So there's three races that are completely irrelevant: the Roval and Atlanta twice. So that's four races because Atlanta's twice. Oh Texas yeah, that's right. Once, even though Texas is an all-star race, we I mean, don't need if, an all-star if, race, that's stupid. We'd get yeah, rid of that. nobody cares. If yeah. you do, if you do that, you could give me, you know, uh, Laguna Seca. You could give me, and these would all have to probably be adjusted a little bit. But Laguna Seca, Long Beach, St. Pete, Alabama, um, Mid Ohio. I mean, I think that you know, I, I don't think uh, yeah, I don't think the Xfinity Cup series, series goes there. No, it's a series because Mid Ohio easy to do a cup date there yeah i really like uh laguna sega i think that'd be a wild could they do the corkscrew I, I, you the think those cars could do yeah, the corkscrew i don't know let's try it on iris that's, and find hey, out. I'm, oh, that's a good idea um, <laughs> and then uh like i really want to see him go to road atlanta but I, it's kind of similar to sonoma big sweeping turns long straight away but road atlanta just has so much character it's one of those underrated tracks and i know i'm a homer speaking because that's that is my home road course um, but but just so underrated. Like if, if we're gonna run the Roval, there's, there's tracks like EIR and Road Atlanta that have so much history and so much character. And here we are racing freaking Chicago street circuits. Well, do you follow Aiden Millward on YouTube? Aiden Millward, the, yes, the sim yeah, racer. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know he brought. Have you watched his video on on Road Atlanta where he's talking about F1 going there? I have not, but I am about to grab it and put it in my watch later post. yeah he, he does he does a i don't know it's about a 20 minute video about <coughs> of about f1 going to road atlanta and i was like holy crap i was like i, I know where that's at it's just up the road uh, it's really cool yeah i yeah i absolutely. highly suggest it that'd be that'd be neat that'd be a cool venue to add that into um yeah so this week you know we mentioned it's it's atlanta this week or i'm not i'm not very excited to watch this we do have the menards cars though um they're in uh, mid ohio as is the truck series Truck series in mid Ohio, so that'll be worth watching. Yeah, uh, qualifying for the trucks 335 Friday on FS1, uh, and then the Menards cards go off at 5 p.m. Friday evening at the Dawn 150 in mid Ohio on FS1, uh, and then Saturday morning at 1005 qualifying for the Xfinity series on NBC Sports. I didn't even know that was still a thing. Uh, and then NASCAR Cup series at 1135 qualifying on USA. 1.30 on Saturday, the Camping World Truck Truck Series at the Mid-Ohio. Uh, that'll be on FS1. This is confusing me when they're all at different tracks. I'm trying to read them off. Uh, then the, X uh, the Xfinity Series race at 5 p.m. The Alsco Uniforms 250 on USA. 
And then Sunday, we have a nice parade that'll be walking around Atlanta Motor Speedway. The NASCAR Cup Series, the race starts at 3 p.m. and the Quicker Stake 400 uh, on USA. Matt, who you got this weekend for the NASCAR Cup Series? Who freaking cares, dude? I like it. Give me Kevin Harvick. Sure. It's one of my earliest memories from AMS for some reason was when, I don't remember if it was like the last, it was the race after, um, it was the first race Kevin Harvick ever raced yep. in Cup Series. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, well, when, when Atlanta was a real track, Kevin Harvick just dominated. Um, but now, I like it. Does, it does, I don't know. I don't know, and I, 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 <laughs> could, not, I could not be more honest with you, so I could give less of a shit who wins this like, I just, I just, I don't care. I will watch it, I, I think, probably. Because I, I, I will, say I will flip it on. It. Yeah, yeah. I wind up, like, it, in the moment, like, Sunday, when it gets to be about, like, two, clock I'll, I'll realize that i'm looking forward to the race just because i it inherently deep down inside me there's something that just really loves racing and, and then you'll care. sit there for 45 minutes yes. and get pissed and, off at the yeah. parade that's and I'll, I'll hate all of it but i'll, <laughs> I'll still be here like i'm gonna i'm gonna go down with my shit like, glutton <laughs> for punishment right there yep, man yep like i i at the end of the day i still love nascar i hate everything about it i think it, there's so much we've done wrong and that we are a sinking ship, but I am I'm going to go down with my ship faithfully, bitching about it the whole time, but <laughs> but, but still here, like, All it right. is what it is. Well, we're going to move on to the IndyCar race this weekend. Scott McLaughlin wins a hot, hilly, and frantic mid-Ohio 200 in what was, it, it? you were right, Matt, it reminded me so much of the Alabama racetrack, yep. that middle, yep. that was great. I loved the racetrack. I loved the layout. I loved how it looked yeah. like a. It looked like the Australian GP, honestly. In, in yep. F one is what it reminded yeah, me that, of a lot. I told you that I, that track, that facility, uh, is very. That, I mean, there's. I don't think there's a better comparison than um, than the what uh, Birmingham, the Alabama. Yeah, yeah the Alabama. I, I forget. I never. I know it is in Birmingham. I know it's in Alabama. I never know what the name of that. I just called the Birmingham F one track or the yeah, Birmingham okay. Indy track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, just a, a local owner, a, a nice hometown vibe, but but a really nice facility. Great facility, great racing, great layout. I love the undulation changes in these racetracks. Yes. Yeah. I think that is key to making a good road course. Is the undulations? I think that it just adds spice to everything road course does. Yeah, I, I absolutely love this facility. It was a great race. I want to go up there. I want to go up there and watch this race. I always said we were going to do it next year. Yeah. yeah, we can go up so. and stay with my aunt. Yeah, I'll, I'll message her about that. Uh, Felix Rosenquist was the first victim of the race as his engine blew up, and he had to park the car uh, only a few laps into the race. And then Rosenquist's teammate, Will Power, also saw issues with his car about 10 laps later. Uh, something wasn't right in the engine, and he was quite down on power. He couldn't use uh, push-to-pass either because the, the problem got worse on it. Um, so, yeah, both Felix Rosenquist and Will Power both having engine issues. Matt, did you see Alexander Rossi and Roman Grosjean coming together again? Uh, I did not. No, I missed that. Uh, but, I only caught the end of the race. Um, I was a little bit busy Sunday afternoon, but I got to it before it was over. Uh, especially when I, I, I checked the scoring update and uh, saw that Scott was winning. And obviously, with my connections to the three car. Uh, I got it all the TV as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah, Rossi and Grosjean came together a couple times in two turns, and I think Rossi just sort of had enough of 
Yeah. Racing Again, Grosjean. Yeah. There. yeah. Just he just turned left into Grosjean. Uh, and Grosjean went into the wall. He was not happy about it. Uh, I thought the incidents beforehand, while they might have been Grosjean's fault, I don't think they were malicious. But uh, the Alexander Rossi incident, he just turned left in the Grosjean, 100 percent, and ran him yeah. off the road. So they're definitely not giving Gro- Roman Grosjean any more quarter in this uh, in this series. Yeah. No, I, I think I, we I, we talked about this in a previous episode. I think his big uh, welcome to come out in the car. I think. Somebody said that. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I forget that. who said it, but yeah, somebody, uh, somebody that, said that. that. He's more out his welcome. Was and, it Will uh, Power yeah. that said it? Nah, I don't think it was a Penske guy. I think it was more of a and it ready Col- guy. That Colton Herta? Like, maybe? I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyways. Yeah, but yeah, somebody definitely said that he's worn out his yeah, welcome. Somebody, and Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to give this race an 8 out of 10. I thought this was really good, too. The middle part of this race was a little boring, but the start and the end were, were really fantastic, and some of the racing that they had uh, was great around around the different corners. Yeah, I, it was fantastic. And uh, and I like Michael Laughlin, so I like, I like to yeah. see him win. Yeah, uh, listen, this when I had given up on Scott. I, I was really high on Scott to start the season after the first two races, uh, almost winning St. Pete, dominating St. Pete, dominating Texas, although he didn't win it. I thought clear championship front runner, and then uh, kind of had a subpar middle of the year, um, at least from how hot they started. But, but maybe back on track now, but certainly made it more interesting. Uh, I think while it's, I guess it's pretty clear that Pinsky car is probably going to win the championship. I think they've won like six of eight. Uh, it's uh, it's not a foregone conclusion that Justin Bernard is going to run away with this thing anymore. Uh, and Scott has something to say about it. So, definitely something to keep an eye on, something that I'm interested in. Uh, I have a rooting interest. I'm not even going to lie to you, pretend to be unbiased. I'm rooting for Scott. I, I, <laughs> one of my best friends in the world is his viewer, a uh, guy I was in the army with. Uh, so, shout out to Colin, who won at his home track of Ohio. Oh, he's an Ohio was, kid. He is from Ohio, yep. From Stockton. Oh. Uh, Zanesville, from Stockton area. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yep, so his, his family was all in attendance this weekend and got to see him. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, so freaking just, he's won the Indianapolis 500, and now he's won at his home track in Mid-Ohio. Uh, been to victory lane both places. I don't What else can you ask for? That's amazing. That's really yeah. cool. So, uh, All right, Matt, now we're going to move on to what was arguably the greatest race I've ever seen in my entire life. F1 yeah, this dude. weekend <laughs> in Silverstone. Listen. Before we hit on this, can I just pat myself on the back? My pick uh, of Lewis Hamilton what turned out to not be that far off. It was not a bad pick at all, and I thought you were going to nail it with about nine laps left. He was, was charging. There was a moment where, where it was very possibly on the table. Carlos Sainz wins his first ever F1 race in what was – it was the great, it was the greatest F1 race I've ever seen. I mean, it was, it was the best race. I mean, it starts off – with Guan Yu Zhou hitting George Russell and Pierre Gasly even before they get into turn one. Yeah. Flipped his car over completely, skidded on the track for about, I don't know, 150, 200 yards, hits the sand Hit trap, the sand. flips Barrel rolls flips over, over the tire barrier, over the tire barri- barrier and hits the, catch the safety, safety catch fence right in front yeah. of the grandstand there. Yes, and um, gets pinned there. Yeah. And he's just sitting there. He, he walks out, though. He's fine. He's walking around. So that's te- – dude, I, I was one of those people that when they put the halo into F1, yes, I was like, this I'm is stupid. Because I was going to bring this 
this is stupid. I hate the Halo. It's ruining racing. This is not what it's yep. supposed to be. Yada yada yada. And so far, we have seen two people that have had their lives I've, saved. It's four. I, it's four that I know of right off. The, like I could name you four different incidents off the top of my head right now that the Halo has. One more just saved. popped into my head actually. The Guan Yu Zhou from this past weekend. Yep. Grosjean from yep. was it Saudi Bahrain. Arabia or Abu Dhabi? Yep. Bahrain. Bahrain. Yep. Um, Max uh, jumping on top of Lewis Hamilton's car. Yep. At, and that um, was another one. Was that yep. Monza? As was that Monza? Monza? Yep. yep. Monza last year. And then what are the other and ones? Then two years ago, uh, uh, Charles Leclerc went underneath a McLaren. Uh, it was at Spa. Oh, I forgot the, about that, that. That very. I forget the name of that turn at Spa. You'll have to forgive me. My international track recognition is a little bit uh, I completely forgot about that yeah starts or, no that's a fact uh, anyway what are you I thinking of, was it the turn. first turn the uphill turn yes the, no no, uh, no the, before that the, the 180 degree turn before you go up uh, the hill that wasn't LaSalle was it I, or I, it's something like that yeah yeah but anyway yes yeah, so, uh, I forgot about that yeah good call yes uh, it was a McLaren that got turned sideways uh, I want to say Fernando Alonso drive, maybe after Fernando. I'm I think sure that was after Fernando. Driving. Yeah, but but Leclerc went right under it, and it it landed the 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 car in the air came down. The McLaren came down on his halo. It, I mean, it would have killed him without a doubt. So, I four drivers oh, right up the top. Let's up go. In my head, uh, I could name. Sorry. The, the, are the Mets losing? Mets lost one to nothing. Yes! <laughs> I had it up too. I had it on a different page. <laughs> I was looking, I saw it 0 0 yep. tonight. 1 0. Since he won, they beat the Mets. Let's go. Awesome. <laughs> Back to two and a half. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. So, four drivers that I can name right off the top of my head. I hated the Halo as well. And it is, it is safe for life, without a doubt. So. And it, it's, more, it's one of the best safety features I think F1 has put in there in a long time. And. Yeah. Hey, credit to uh, they they mentioned the name of the guy who kept fighting and fighting and fighting to get it into F1 and I forget his name now. Uh, but credit to that dude for sticking with it and and making sure that was entered into F1 because it, yeah, it's it saved a ton of lives. Um yeah. Max Max Verstappen looked like a strong car, man. I thought he was going to win the race. Received a puncture about halfway through the race, had some body damage, took him out of contention for the win. Ended up uh, in 7th place, but the battle between Sainz, Leclerc, for the lead, and then yes. like two laps later, the battle between Leclerc, Perez, and, and Hamilton, <laughs> and then Ocon, Ocon, or not Ocon, uh, Fernando Alonso yeah. joined oh, the yeah. fight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was just amazing. I mean, at one point, yeah. Hamilton passed Leclerc and Perez in one turn, yeah. and uh, like the so the co- the best part what double points for Haas. Baby. Double points for Haas. That's right. Not only did Mick Schumacher get his first points as an F1 driver. He gets them in a double points finish at Silverstone for Haas. The last nine laps of the race were the absolute best laps of racing I think I've ever seen in my entire life in F1, possibly in any motorsports. Hamilton passing Leclerc and Perez in one turn was just amazing. Uh, I really, I, I, I'm super bummed that we didn't get to see what George Russell could have done in this car yeah. around Silverstone because he got hit in that first turn. I think he, yep. I honestly think that Mercedes could have been in line for a double podium finish uh, yeah. if, if George if uh, George Russell could have could have avoided that wreck. Um, 
But, yeah, I mean, I give uh, if I could give this a 20 out of 10, I mean, whatever the highest score you can give a race, this gets a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've watched this race so far, Matt. I've watched it three times already. That's that's how good it was. I watched it when I got home from golf on Sunday. I watched it Sunday night, and then I watched a little bit of it Monday night. Um, it's And I watched the highlights again today. So I, it was great. It was, it was the best race I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I I so I texted you first thing Sunday morning. I was like, "Are you watching that?" Because this was when you know we didn't know the status of of Joe Garnier. Yeah, um, that's when I texted you. I was like, "Hey, are you watching?" Um, and, and you were like, "Don't don't say a word." <laughs> yeah, don't spoil it for me. See, I usually I usually don't schedule golf outings when it's a track like Silverstone. Um, but I, I had this I had this tea time set up for like two weeks and then I realized it was Silverstone. I'm like, oh crap. Uh, yeah. I usually try to schedule my golf outings for you know treks that I'm not too terribly amped that they're going to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, great race, great race. And we get back to back races there in Austria this weekend for the Formula One Rolex Grocer Press von Osterreichen. 2022, like yeah. Uh, perfect. Nailed, nailed, nailed the enunciation there at the Red Bull ring. Uh, FP1 is at 7.30 on Friday, and then qualifying is at 11 a.m. on Friday. That is the quali for the sprint. This is a sprint quali weekend. So we have two practices, a quali, and then a sprint quali. So on Saturday at 6.30 a.m., FP2 begins, and then Saturday at 10.30 a.m., the sprint quali begins and then at 9 a.m. on Sunday, we have the actual race. Matt, who you got this weekend? Uh, I'm gonna go Verstappen. Has to be, uh, has to be Verstappen, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Strong car at Silverstone. Probably would have won it had he not got the puncture and the body damage. Yeah. Uh, he's at home. The Red Bull ring. That th- that entire thing is gonna be orange with smoke bombs and everything has to be Verstappen winning this race. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Uh, he's probably he's probably going to be the fastest in FP1, FP2 qualifying sprint quality yep. race. He's going yep. to he's going to dominate it. And I, I said this, um, I don't remember if I said this to you. I was talking to somebody. But there should be races. If we're going to do sprint quality, there should be certain racetracks that always have sprint quality. If we're not going to do sprint quality yeah. for every racetrack, these, these certain ones, I think Silverstone and Spa – and Monza and Suzuka should always have sprint quality races. Um, sure. And then if you want to establish an identity with it. Yep. And then if you want to move, if you want to sprinkle in some more and have those rotating from track to track, I'd be fine with that. But I, I gotta, I gotta have more. If I, the more Silverstone racing that I can have, the better. So give yeah. me sprint quality and F1 at Silverstone every year. Yeah, I agree. And I'm going Max Verstappen as well because I think that's. I don't think there's another pick this weekend. Yeah, I don't think we're going too far out on the limb on that one. No, I, th- I think Max is going to dominate big time. Uh, but you got anything else to add this week, man? No, man, I've been up since 3.40 this morning. I am ready to go. Choo! That's earlier than I was. Dude, I could not get up this morning for some reason. I don't know why. I didn't have too wild of a night last night, but uh, waking up this morning was quite the struggle. Quite the struggle. I got up at 3.40 and ran three miles. <laughs> so Ooh. I started my day uh, – I, I started with a bang, you know, I was all motivated at the beginning of the work week after a long weekend, and uh, but it is 10.45 p.m., and I'm about out. <laughs> I do mine at I'm 11. Giving it all she's got. I, I take my lunch break at 11, I go out and run, then I come home and bike, and I can't I can't wake up in the morning and run anymore for some reason. I used to be able to do that, but now i gotta I got to wake up and 
My, my body's like an old 1980s truck, man. It's going to warm up a yeah. little bit before I can go yeah. out there and run. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from Matt Ridgeway, I am Bryce Sparling. This has been Track Talk. We will see you all next week. Same time, same place.